This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. Hello and welcome to the Long Run Show live stream and podcast Eurovision special. No, <laughs> not really. Don't switch off. It's only us just talking about running again like we always do on a Friday from 7 o'clock on YouTube and Facebook in association with the 40 Runners Running Community and supported by our good friends at Sketches. Welcome along, everybody. Bit of a change of team we had to make a last-minute substitution because poor old Toby's been stuck at work, or at least we think he's been stuck at work because we haven't heard from him all week. So, bless her, our admin, Sabrina Ahmed, stepped up at the last minute. What was the instructions, Chris? What did you say to her? Oh, oh you've got five minutes to put some lippy on. <laughs> and do your barnet. Well, I brushed my hair, so you're lucky. Oh, well, thanks we ever so yeah. much for joining us, Sabrina. Yeah, so we're here again. Talking running and stuff. And tonight we're going to be talking about running away from home, whether you're doing um, – not running away from home as in like leg- getting away from all your things and leaving your stuff on the beach. And No, not that sort of running away from home. I mean going away and running away yeah. from your normal sort of stuff, whether you're going to a different city or abroad or running on holiday, stuff like that. Because I was in Copenhagen and he's doing the marathon on Sunday. Woo! Yeah. UK and- full setting me out. And he's got better Wi-Fi, right, here in Copenhagen than he has 
when he's at home. The only yeah. thing, Al, and I think I want to put this straight at the front end so we can get some questions and comments in, is that there is a toilet situation going on at your end, isn't there? Yeah, we, we managed to we managed to find the Bates Motel equivalent in Copenhagen, and I just pray that it's not full of runners because it's shared bathrooms. So when you say shared that, bathroom, mate, how many people are sharing your bathroom? There's two per floor. There's two toilets per floor, and I think it's twelve, <gasps> maybe fourteen. So if you're all runners, we have to bunk beds. You know, you're a bit old for you, Fosslin, aren't you? That's worse than student accommodation. I know. That's, I know. that's hardcore. That's that is in a that is. Actually, should be made. We sh- we should all be congratulating now because that's hardcore to go that hardcore for a race. Right, should be commended. I think on this show. So let us know. Send an email into something.com. Have you ever shared a bathroom while on tour? Yeah, and if you've been on, if you've done a run abroad or in an unfamiliar city, and you've had the hotel from hell, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, that's Sunday all good morning, info from our point of view. We'd love to hear about that. So there's loads going on again. Uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. What's happening? Can I just ask the viewers for them help? Yeah, of course you can. Right. So, if you're listening to this live or watching this live, or if you're listening on the pod, send an email into what is it, Wilco? Long run show at gmail.com. Because my Garmin this week, right, is I'm about to lose the plot and I can't get rid of this thing. It keeps bleeping at me. Whenever someone sends me a note, a, a WhatsApp or an email, it bleeps, and I've been for about three thousand YouTube videos, and I still can't turn the damn thing off. It keeps bleeping at me, no matter what happens. So, if you know how to get rid of it, it's done an update, and ever since the update, it's a Phoenix. This way, I'm going to ring up the contacted Garmin and just like plead for help. I, I think you know it's because you're so popular, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it's driving me up the wall. It's you know, honestly, um, what? Chloe will know how to sort it. Sky right. champion Chloe, she's a woman. Okay, a- anybody who can help, email in at something.com. If it's still going on next week, I might have, well, I might have smashed it to bits. Mm. So I'd appreciate it. It's timely that. that Chris has mentioned the email because we're trying to get a grip of the emails because yeah. we know people get a bit frustrated. In I've fact, we've got, one, we've got one today. And the closing remark was, God knows what conversation these questions will lead to or in what year you'll actually read this. <laughs> yeah, so you, we better tell so, the viewers. Yeah, we're, get, we're trying to get a grip of the email, so we can try and get a bit more audience participation and get people involved by yeah. sending and your email to longmanshow.gmail.com. We'll talk and, about any running issue. Just send us all your questions and stuff, and we'll address them imminently. Yes, and getting involved, we want to hear from you in the comments. Now, I don't know how to do the link thing that Toby does, so maybe if you're on Facebook, start with your name, <laughs> then a little colon, and then, and then write it. It's all right on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, then it's no problems. But because Tove's not here, I'm on production duties, which, as we all know from the what was it, a couple of episodes ago, it's going to go Pete Tong. So if you could just stick your comments in with a little mm-hmm. from who it's from, that would be just awesome. But then that's our unique selling point. You never know what's going to happen next. What, so, you know, we like a bit of organised chaos. Yeah. So, so what are we talking about tonight, Wilco? What are we talking about? Well, we're going to get on chatting about... Um, running away from home and running abroad. But first of all, we wanted to talk, It's um, on a serious note, it's Mental Health Awareness Week this week. I'm sure you've been aware there's been lots of coverage in magazines, all sorts of over the media and all sorts of things. Now, I'd like to think that we're aware of our mental health 52 weeks a year, not just for one. But um, obviously, 
it is something that um, running has a lot of prominence with and um, does help people in many situations. So I just wanted to tie in with this. We've got a lovely message from uh, Bryony Barnard. Hi, Bryony. How are you doing? Um, thanks ever so much for sending us feed. She said, please, can you give a shout out to my partner, James Derman, tonight? Tonight? See how quick we're on the back? Yeah, big shout out. He is an he is absolutely obsessed with your podcast, Judge. Did you listen to any of them? And a man. Another one. I have recently been struggling with my mental health, but he has been there for me no matter what, pushing me to get out of out for my run and even a walk, because he knows it will make me happy even when I don't feel like doing it. He's truly amazing, and it just goes to show that exercise can really help those who are struggling. So well done, James. Yeah, big shout out to you, you, mate. Thanks for your support, and thanks mm. for your support you're giving Bryony as well. It's a massive deal. It's all part of what the Forty Runs Running Community is all about, isn't it, Chris? Really? Yeah, and, and I think uh, Nettie mentioned it. Was it the start of the week? Because uh, Nettie for the club is our sort of mental health run talk ambassador. So within the England Athletics framework, there's uh, the run talk program, and Nettie is in charge of that for us as a club, uh, as part of what we do as a club to promote that. And she, she mentioned it at the start of the week, which is important, but she also mentioned that this uh, mental health awareness week is uh, um, talking about loneliness. And, um, you know, she touched on the fact that I started what we do with the community and everything that's spawned out of that was from a fact of, you know, not wanting to go to races and events on my own. So, you know, that tied in with that. So it is important. I'm a, massive advocate of this. I don't talk about it enough. I should talk about it more. Selfishly for the boys, I said it before, I said it again. Us boys, we do, you know, I know, but we do tend to keep things in a little bit. There's worrying stats in terms of male suicide, which frightens the hell out of me. And I think it's just really, really important to highlight it, to make sure that everybody is talking to each other and, and sharing worries and whatever shape or form you do that and just make sure that you are you know, whether you're looking out for somebody or, or, you know, vice versa and that kind of thing. But it was it was powerful on Wednesday and it's it's great that we've got admin on because Wednesday night at Broxbourne in the club was 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 really awesome because um mm. we we got so club session on Wednesday, um I turned up late, shock. Um and I think well, I mean you you take the story on on from me what you did because it was amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, we were planning to go out. Um, we were heading out from where we meet up towards the park, which is about a mile away, um, to do a bit of a speed speed lap there and then head back. And um, and we made a point of it being that we were going to go out easy. And often people are like, well, what does easy actually mean? And everyone's easy pace is different. And when we talk about easy, we talk about conversational. So we made a point of the fact that it's Mental Health Awareness Week and we should just use that time to make sure it is conversational and we're talking to each other and just check in with each other and ask each other how we are um because we know what club sessions are like we can often go straight into it and we go into some pretty hardcore stuff and we work hard for 45 minutes and although we we have a chat at the beginning and the end um it's really important that actually we just take the time sometimes to to really talk about stuff that's important and what's on our mind and mm-hmm. um and yeah what's just going sometimes on when you're doing stuff in the club um sort of like club night environment when sometimes you know it, it, it can be a bit intense you know we're putting we're going through our paces a little bit yeah. sometimes people can feel a bit lonely within that environment if they're not keeping up with other people and things like that so it's nice to bring everybody together and have a good social run isn't it yeah yeah i mean we try we try deliberately i think wilco you know testament to, to what we do we make all our sessions 
um, for all abilities so everybody can come and take part and feel part of the session. Um, That's really, really critical to us. And I know that additional clubs where you get two you've got to run with a B team or you've got to go and do that route because, you know, you're not fast enough and all that kind of stuff. For us, it's really important that we we do and capture everybody. And it, and it starts with the kids and goes up to the seniors. Um, and that is, that is I will never change. I'll never deviate from that ethos. Um, and I just, you know, I think it's really important. You know, we'll, we'll move on, but I just think it's really, really important to make sure that you are looking after each other. You know, that social media is a toxic environment. We see a lot of hate, a lot of people jumping all over, but I get it. Even within our own community, people jump all over me and, and stuff like that. And sometimes they don't realise what I'm going through and what other people are going through. So just just look after each other, you know, and think maybe before you post comments, social media, just think, what's that? You know, that person's yeah. just like me. And and just check in with everybody. When so there's lots of advice that's about, you know, particularly this week, you can find out lots of videos and stuff mm. and from the mental health organisations, mind and people like that. There's loads of stuff out there. If you wanted to... Um, better your own mental health and better um, the way that you react and consider other people's mental health as well. There's loads of good advice out there. So yeah. this week's quite a good time to just catch up on all that. Reflect. Have a look. Yeah. And then sort of like bear it in mind for the rest of, for the rest of your time. Yeah. So yeah. now we've got a few announcements. Al, I forgot to announce. It was Chelmsford's first birthday this week, wasn't it? Yeah. It was indeed, yes. We've managed to uh, keep going for 12 months. We had a little... Uh, Little fun session. Um, just had some silly games. Head, no, head, shoulders, knees, and cones. I'll teach Ooh. you that one down in Broxbourne. Oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, we had rock, paper, scissors, sprints. So we just mixed <laughs> it up. Had a little. Um, you want to the knees, mate? And then <laughs> had some zero alcohol prosecco to top it all off. What and a great session that sounds like. Vegan brownies. So yeah, and it was. It, it's what we always talk about, isn't it? It's about making it fun. You know, yeah. we can get so focused on times and splits and paces. And actually, most of us do this because we enjoy it. And actually finding a way to to bring that into the sessions was actually quite good as a coach as well. Because, again, you know, mm-hmm. tend to stress about making sure you're covering all the bases as a coach. You're mixing it up for all abilities. Are you getting outputs? Do people know what they're doing? And Tuesday night was just a little bit of fun and games. And I think everyone enjoyed it and, and went away just as satisfied than if we'd been doing sprint after sprint, interval mm. after interval. So, yeah. yeah, it was a good session and enjoyed it. And we go again. Uh, we've advertised and we've already got some new people hopefully joining us on Tuesday. Oh, that's so, incredible. Oh, I love that. It's continuing to spread. Yeah, I love that. love that. It's great. And Chris, it's the chairman's birthday. You want to shout out? Yeah, big shout out to the chairman. I think he's a bit upside down. He's been out. He's been out all day. <laughs> So uh, we've had WhatsApp messages from me. I think uh, I don't know. I think he's been on the brandy. So big shout out to the chairman um, who does a sterling job of writing. He, he loves his newsletter. Um, and so big, big shout out to this. And we've got to give a massive shout out because it's young Daisy's birthday tomorrow. Whoa. Um, yes. If, if she's watching, don't look down here. But um, yeah. But yeah. So what your pedal bin. Yeah, yeah, it's Daisy's. Uh, it's Daisy's birthday tomorrow. Well, so hokers. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, a busy time, um, mainly for Mrs. Ford, really. Um, <laughs> she's got she's got to wrap all this stuff. Um, but yeah, so and then obviously the chairman as well. So birthdays everywhere. Yeah, happy birthday, Mr. Yeah. Chairman. Happy birthday, Daisy, as well. Now, as we're talking about announcements, obviously, you know, events are coming thick and fast. I just wanted to say 
hello and good luck to all the Watford Fordies and a few others. I think Rachel Pilling's down there as well. She's doing it. So it's a race to the sea. They're off. Um, they're yeah. currently assembling in Horsham or somewhere. I think they're having a few shandies, but they don't want to go too mad. Yeah, because they've got to go fifty k all the way to Brighton tomorrow. That's a good point, Wilco. We want we're going to be doing an, an ultra show. Um, we're going to be we we've, actually Wilco we'll fill you in on this, but we've we've amazingly planned out some of the shows over the next couple of weeks, uh, mainly because we're really busy and we we're kind of fed up with like winging it. Um, but we um we want to do an ultra sort of not special but kind of so if if you um want to come on the show and talk about it talk about doing ultras and be out of officer value that would be amazing so get in touch to um what is it longmanshowgmail.com and we'll actually read them now because i've got them on my phone i've got them on my phone. yeah I, I i got made redundant from the email function i think they were getting a bit upset because i wasn't reading any of them so <laughs> we'll go now in charge so if you send an email in charges i might get read um between now and well the end of the week now. yeah because we've got a few sort of subjects that we're looking to come up with um we're going to be um well, three of us, are, we're off to Edinburgh in a couple of weeks, so we're going to be doing a couple of specials on that yeah. before yeah. and after. And um, also, um, Sabrina's hopefully going to be involved. We're going to have a um, uh, an episode with um, some of the girls doing presenting that I'm sure yeah. she's very looking forward to. Hopefully, this will be an opportunity for, um, obviously, we've got a very significant, in fact, a majority membership mm. of 40 yeah. Runs is um, female, and hopefully you'll be able to um, discuss any sort of, women's running issues that perhaps you yeah. know we might not be particularly insightful about and we might not be able to yeah, offer so email those in. yeah so, email uh, those but in. it's free reign obviously you know whatever happens yeah. happens and you can talk about what you like so yeah you slag we'll look forward to that as well like. and then we've got um yeah and we're going to look at trails tech all sorts of stuff and whisper it in five weeks it's our first anniversary so we're looking mm. at a birthday special as well yeah loads so- of stuff going on there's loads so it's packed so make sure you need to tell everybody a thanks by the way to all the reviews i know there was one gentleman who didn't like all our shout outs but <laughs> we're, we're going to carry on doing shout outs because it's important like we did earlier with the person on instagram it's important um this watch is bleeping at me by the way and i think it's bleeping right because people are emailing me in. i've just seen it thanks to everybody they're emailing me in how to swish off the bleeping, but you're causing bleeping, people. But anyway, <laughs> thanks. But yeah, no. So, um, but thanks seriously. Thanks to all the reviews because there's been some really nice stuff again written about us hmm. on the reviews. We do and, we do, and, and to be honest, you know, if you review us and you, you've got ideas about what we could do better, then we're quite receptive to that. If it's constructive, we don't mind that at all. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So, um, please, um, yeah, keep firing in your emails and uh, your reviews and everything. That would be great. So, just before we talk about running away, we've just I've just touched upon Edinburgh Sabs. We've got two yeah. weeks. How's your tapering going? Tapering? I mean, it started. We'll get there. But Go on then. Do you want to elaborate on that? Uh, it feels it feels really close, but it still feels quite far away. So I've definitely mm-hmm. in that phase where I feel like I'm not doing enough, um, which is going to kick in even more over the next, next week, I think. But I'm listening to the advice and we had a good ch- chat at the end of the Broxbourne session the other day, actually, like the postie that did Brighton a few weeks ago, and he was like, Listen to your body, it needs to recover now. So gonna take mm. it nice and easy. Twelve mile Sunday view. Yeah, yeah we're going out, aren't we? Yeah, can't wait. Your first proper uh, long run. Yeah. So um so yeah, but I think uh my body's definitely feeling tired, let's just say mm. that. I think uh, it's definitely time to start taking it down a bit. So so yeah. How about you? How are you going, Chris? Oh mate, wow. Well, uh, right, well firstly today I had to tell myself off. 
because I went out. I only needed three in about three and a half miles today, and I went out. And I, anyone who follows me on Strava, I ran the first mile and I was like seven minute miles. And at one point I was like 6.30 per mile and I was like, shouldn't really be doing this. Um, and I had a pair of beautiful sketches on. Big shout out sketches. I was in the Razor XS2. Big plug. Videos coming next week. Love the shoe. Thank you very much, sketches. Um, but yeah, so I had to tell myself off because I was like, are you stupid? Uh, and then, so I calmed down from that. But funnily enough, a complete reverse of that. This week, I've been struggling with my legs. Actually, I mentioned it to you, didn't I? I mean, I've been yeah. struggling this week uh, with some of the evening because uh, uh, where I'm used to double running, I don't know whether I don't know what it is, but I've been kind of struggling with running in the evening. I just don't feel with it. I don't feel confident with it, and and yeah. But it's just like Sabrina said, it's, it's you're on that tired stage. Mm. And, and you, you start doubting yourself, you start reading into stuff. And and it's just that whole tapering nonsense that we go through, right? And, you, and, um, do you think you've you've done a little bit too much trying to catch up from when you had a little layoff at the start of the plan? Or do you think that's been no, irrelevant? I think, I think I've been pretty well behaved. Um, I've been pretty regimented in terms of goals. I mean, I did, you know, I went up, We I, I took myself back up, got myself back to the 50 miles, came down. Then sort of edged up again, two weeks, 50 miles, 50 miles, came back down, 40 miles, 40 miles, came back down. So I've, I've kind of had a plan uh, and I've not tried to catch it up as best mm-hmm. I can. But I still I still don't know what the impact of that surgery that I had is going to okay. have ultimately on race day and on how that feels in terms of, con- mm-hmm. you know, my overall condition. I, I, I simply I simply don't know um, how much of an impact that. That way, but I, I've got really like always with races. I don't really care. <laughs> so if if I if I'm on it, I'm on it. If I'm in the zone, and and I'm cruising along and I'm on pace and everything's going according to plan, then that's great news. And if it's a, if it's going, you know, Pete Tong, then I don't really care. I'll slow down and start cocking about as I always do. So it is what it is. But yeah, I am I am struggling this week with with tapering. Um, we've got 18 miles on Sunday, which might uh, 16. So some people may say that's well, that's quite high. But I did look at it and I think no, no, no. But there's a reason we did we did we didn't do a 20 mile last week. Um, right. So we we're, I've done five 20 mile runs in this block. So I I don't need to really worry about hitting the sort of time on feet. I did a four hour run at one point. So it's for me it's the 20 mile run is not as significant as in some people's plans psychologically and things like that. What's Mm. more important for me is to do more work at goal pace, to do more um, medium efforts and that kind of stuff. So we'll do 16 miles. We'll do like 10 or 11 of it, you know, easy pace, level two, uh, zone two, sorry. So we're not really, we're, we're having an impact, but it's not great what the important part is, is to just do that last three or four miles on tired legs and, and go through that at goal pace, just as a, as a sort of finishing off as we then really drop down yeah. to 13 miles the following week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that'll be a, a zone two mm-hmm. pace. So yeah, it, it may seem high, but it's, it's strategic if that makes sense. Cause the week before everyone, most people do a 20, 20 mile. I, again, I only did 16 miles the week before. So mm-hmm. I did 20, 16, 16, but I've been doing 16 with, you know. Yeah, which is, miles. of course, it's the same as the 20 and 12 that me and Sabs have done. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you look at, if for example, it's kind of, it's, it's not related to it, but it's it's a similar ethos to what Alan does to a degree. 
you know, with the the restrictive long run, you know, mm. I don't follow it up the next day with a 10 mile. I follow it up just with a recovery run, but it's, we, we work in those cycles. Um, we've done fast half, we did a half fast half marathon. We did that fast 10 K. So it's, it's trying to work it out. I don't know whether this is going to work. We'll find out on um, whatever it is week. What I would say is that Simon, who's been following along this sort of cycle and plan that we're doing, we've forgotten about Speedgoat because he's just all over the place with work and lazy calves and stuff. Um, But his fitness and his times, he looks really strong at the moment. So Mm. Yeah, he looked um, great on Tuesday, didn't he? Yeah, he's looking really strong at the moment. So it's clearly working for him. Obviously, race day, again, you'll sh- it'll show up at mile 2021 20, where he's actually at. But it, it has it has worked. And, and as I say, to, for me to pop out this morning, first mile under seven-minute miles and having to tell myself off actually just tells me that some of this training has actually been working to push yeah. out of whatever it was, 42 and change 10K a couple of weeks ago, tells me that some, you know it is working. It's just my only worry. My if I was to mark myself out of ten in terms of my training, I would give myself probably about seven because I don't think I've committed enough to the long runs. That's that's mm. where I'm seeing errors. But we'll see. It's it's a learning curve, right? That's the thing um, about it. Yeah, I think it's important to say as well, though, that everyone's plan is different, and this is the point where you can't worry about what other people are doing because it's really easy to think Chris is doing sixteen this week. Should I be doing sixteen? Or we're doing mm. twelve. Should I, should I be doing twelve? And I think everybody's at a different place and you can't be distracted by someone so is doing this. Our bodies are all different. How we react to is different. So trust, trusting your plan, trusting your training. If you've yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. That's absolutely the case. Al, obviously you're at the end of your taper. You're yeah. at the stuffing yourself with pizza and pasta stage. You know, how's your, how's it gone for you? Well, the carb loading pretty good today. Well, all of it. I'm worried about the carb loading and then because he's got a shared toilet. Yeah, this yeah, is no. yeah. Is this affecting the amount of um, carb loading you'll be doing? No, it hasn't. I can assure you, it won't <laughs> affect it at all. But your tape has been good, is it? Are you pleased? No, the, the training has been up and down. Um, again, I started late, had some issues towards the end of the year around the running mojo. Um, so started pretty late, really, compared to what I would have normally done on a uh, on a, uh, a marathon cycle. Particularly given that I got two marathons within the space of four or five weeks um with hindsight i thought Broughton went as well as it could be expected because um we were kind of three quarters of a way through a training plan heading towards copenhagen as one of my a races um managed to do some great miles in spain so whilst i joked about warm weather training um I think I, I would have really benefited from that had I not come down with a chest infection. So mm. I've kind of had a bit of an enforced taper through not being 100%. And Sunday it will be what it will be. You know, um, I can't control it anymore. Um, I've done as many miles as I would, but perhaps not at the, the quality I'd have liked um, to kind of know that I'm going in confident with a, with a, a time in mind. Um, but I'm running abroad. I'm running in a new city. It's a new experience and I've got a new camera. So if nothing else, I'm going to go out and have a good day, uh, take in the sights and the sounds um, and just see where it gets me. Hopefully over the finish line uh, and hopefully with a a reasonable time. But if that doesn't happen, you know, I'm just going to tick it off as another new experience. And, you know, running abroad, 
that's part of the challenge, but part of the the, the upside um, of taking yourself out of the comfort zone and running in strange places. What was it about Copenhagen? I've always wanted to come to Copenhagen um, and never had a bacon? reason to. Oh, uh, is it a no, bacon? It wasn't bacon. It wasn't bacon. Oh. Uh, it's the mm. Danish pastries, uh, which I haven't actually had any yet. Um, yeah, but you can't have Danish pastries out. They've got butter in them. Oh, after the event, it'll be fine. I'm sure I'll find the vegan. There's a food <laughs> after festival. the event, it'll be fine. Yeah, there's a food festival in Tivoli Gardens. I want to say you're just a vegan in training. There, there is there is a food festival. I'm sure there will be vegan pastries in Tivoli Gardens after the race. 100%. Absolutely. So, in answer to your question, um, it goes back to 2019. When I didn't get into London, I was looking for what would then have been a spring marathon. Right. Um, for 2020 so um i managed to done a few of the london done a few of the uk ones so i was looking for for something abroad uh and this popped up um so it, well, i wouldn't say it was carefully thought out and planned and obviously with covid kicking in it yeah. certainly wasn't kind of cons- convived as a, a four part of a, a four race season but you know it is what it is you know i would run the miles anyway, get a medal uh, what's the course like and what is the medal like? I haven't seen the medal yet. Um, so that's going to be a, a, a nice the surprise. Of bacon. The course is very flat. We've had a walk around the city today. Um, it's it's hard to describe in that um, you do end up doing parts of the city on laps. So there's a couple of parts of the course where you're doubling back on yourself. Um, but that actually makes it, I think, quite a good spectator sport. So sat down with Carolyn today and kind of, looked at what that means in terms of support crew and uh it looks like it could be a a good run because there's plenty of historic sites to see um there's always the boring bit that looks like it's going to be kind of just around halfway mark so he's right there's always a bit in a marathon isn't there of a boring bit let us know yeah. actually uh, uh in the comments or youtube whatever or email in five boring bits yeah, yeah there's always a boring bit in the marathon the first third is, is right in this heart of the city and running down the river the final third is repeating much of that but kind of with a slightly different kink and then you've mm. got a bit kind of out towards the the west that looks a bit dull could be a bit quiet but uh, uh as you said it is what it is every race yeah, has Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. I'm just trying to think in London. But that's lifted, isn't it? That's now Rotherhive and places like that. I'd probably say Machu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was watching some I've of the early marathons any. where there was just no one some of the around some of the, the parts of the Isle of Dogs on Machu. But that's You also have that bit and you do it in the big half as well, but the other way round. After you've well, if you were doing a marathon after Cutty Sark and before you get to Tower Bridge, and sort of, um, no, that's not too bad. That's not that too was a, bad. That was a bit I, mean, dull when I did that on the big, big half. Well, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they've, 
it's all got a, it's all dull bits and mind you the big half is boring oh the big half is horrible mud shoot on london marathon is awful because you it's before you get to canary wharf so mm. you you kind of hit halfway you've had that high of coming over tower bridge and then mile 17 that was a killer i used to run no. a lot along the thames path the south mm. of the thames path on the south bank before you get to and you go round that loop of the Isle of Dogs, and you think, I've gone three miles, and you've just got – and Canary yeah. Wharf is just on your right yeah. all the time. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm just not going anywhere because this building's yeah. still there. I can just I'll tell you it. what, i tell you what, anybody who's listening to this or, or even, like, live, can you let us know what the the boring bit – hashtag boring bit. We'll give it a hashtag. The boring bit is in the Edinburgh Marathon. Which yeah. bit should we be looking out for when we're next week or probably on the train up there um, looking at the course? Why is the um, what's the point in which we should be thinking mentally prepare ourselves for? Yeah, get a playlist on. Yeah, let us know. Send an email in at something.com. Marathon boring bits at gmail.com. Yeah, send that in and or comment now live. Um, if you've done Edinburgh, which bit should we be wary of? Um, as we go into that, but yeah, you're right, Al, isn't it? There's always there's always a boring bit, isn't it? It must be in the race director's handbook. Yeah. Don't forget to add the boring bit. Yeah, we can't have these people around about mile seventeen, just as it begins to hurt. Yeah, let's take it around there. That so, Al, as you're sort of like this, your first major race, sort of abroad, yeah? No, it's not actually. No, not, this, it? this will it's be my bad. third international marathon. So okay, which other ones have you done? Um, just trying to think what year they were because I've kind of lost. You Frankfurt, didn't you? Yeah, so Berlin. Oh, was I've got a place first. in Frankfurt. I've got to take up at some so, juncture. Yeah, there's boring bits in Frankfurt. Don't worry. <laughs> I look forward to it, mate. So I did Berlin in 2018, and then I did Frankfurt in 2019. Um, both of those I was able to run with Thomas, my German running buddy, um, which which kind of helped in a little bit because um, obviously he speaks the language. He still managed to get us lost on the Berlin Metro, and we had to be escorted across town to the expo by this little old lady that's on us, which was, which was quite funny. Is he um, as old as you, Al? He's actually a little bit older, so that's probably... Ooh, 78, doing marathons. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two old boys mm. trying to get their way across Checkpoint Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, good job it weren't 1979 or something, mate. We'd have lost you. You'd have been yeah, well, you can't help but sing Oliver's Army as you're kind of going around oh. with all the tourists. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you've got a little bit of experience at these um, for, um, foreign events. Yeah, foreign no. correspondent. International. International athlete, as I yeah. What sort of consider you know, you've touched upon the language, which is an obvious yeah. thing of stuff like of any travel thing. What sort of thing do people do you think have to take special consideration for if they're going I, I think, to I do think a, there's a, num- a number of things. Um, just thinking about the travel, you know, um, whilst you can travel, you know, long distances to get to the, the UK races, there's that element of extra anxiety. I think, you know, when you're worrying about passports and checking and security and all your gels get... So I lost my peanut butter this morning. So in Heathrow at half past four, you know, I absolutely was convinced I'd packed it properly. The old bag gets pulled off to one side. She pulls out a jar of peanut butter, which is apparently paste as far as international customs are concerned so that disappeared um in the past i've lost um was it vegan it's peanut peanut butter's vegan anyway yeah it's peanuts um so yeah it's the silly things that that first marathon i had a dodgy knee and i was using kt tape and i needed um glue to help with the the adhesion Uh, i lost that in customs you know in going through security. Why don't you just put this stuff in your suitcase? Oh, because I'm too tight to pay to put bags in the house. Ah. <laughs> to travel, travel cheap it's with a handbag uh, <laughs> and it comes back to bite you. So there's things like that. Um, and I think when you kind of add in running in a foreign country, particularly if English isn't the main language, I think there's an element of it saps your energy a little bit. So it's being mindful of... Um, all that extra adrenaline, all that extra um, noise and information that you're trying to take in whilst prep and calm and, you know, be ready for a, you know, a blooming long run. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, I think you kind of just have to factor that in. Add in, you go to a new city like we've done today. We've had a little walk around, take in the sights. Um, you, you end up doing your unofficial moonwalk. Yeah. 26 miles two days before you're you're running 26 miles um and it's only through experience of kind of making those mistakes and going oh I should have done that or you know where am I going to find my pasta because everyone else is chasing the same pasta restaurant in Copenhagen that you you kind of just go it takes things out of you and it's Mm -hmm. and you won't know until the day exactly how much so you know we can do the plans we can do all the training we can do the tapering and then you've got those three or four days around race day where, you know, life is throwing other things at you to consider. Mm. So it takes you out of your comfort zone, it adds a little bit of pressure, and I guess it's how you handle that really in terms mm. of what you can do to, to mitigate some of that to give yourself the best chance of having See, a good race. One way of mitigating all that is what I did when uh, in 2019 I did the half marathon in Lanzarote and I went on an organised tour. Yeah. And um, – so um, with um, a company called Running Crazy, like a small firm that I saw on uh, Facebook, lovely people, a guy called Malcolm runs it. It's absolutely fantastic. I recommend it to everybody. And he just looked after everything. I just sort of like all I had to do was get a flight to Lanzarote. He picked me up. I had the hotel. 
He'd organised what time I could have my breakfast. He got he picked up all my kit from the expo. He drove me to the start line. I literally had to do nothing. Wow. So it, it kind of makes you feel like an like because because you know that's what Kipchoge and Samo you know have to deal with every time they're they're mm. running. So it's, talk, it's talk nice to be in that place. Talking of which, what's the uh, feel like? Is there is there is there some apart from yourself, obviously, and and Ben, oh, yeah. big shout out, Ben is running, but. Um, is there is there anybody who's a bit handy who's turned up? Um, the winning time I think from twenty nineteen was the last time it was run. I think it was was sub two twenty. So it's 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 not is at the absolute top, but it's still a, a pretty decent field. Um, how many how many doing it then? About thirteen thousand. Uh, I think there's something like ninety nine countries represented. Wow. Um, That's quite a nice is, number, isn't it? It is a Abbott's qualifying race. Um, really? So it's up there as kind of one of the uh, leading international races. So, so you're going for a Boston time, are you? I was going to say, good for age for out then. Yeah. Pre- oh, out of interest, uh, what is a good for age for a 78-year-old runner? Do you know? For uh, my age, it's three hours 25, I think. But uh, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the, the guy this week or last weekend, 71-year-old. Yeah. Smashed the world record at I think two fifty four or something two fifty eight, and he's run something like thirty consecutive sub thirties. So Amazing. I've only got fifteen odd years to Blimey. catch up. So Amazing. Sabrina, would you fancy doing a race abroad? Then is that something that you'd want to tick off your list? Uh, at some point, Edinburgh doesn't really count, does it? Because we're only going. No, it doesn't count. No, but um... and you can't say it counts because you're going on an aeroplane and we're going in the train. I am that, said, that said, so what I would say, actually, in her defence, is that I think when you are travelling, and it doesn't matter if you're going up, down, left, right, wherever you're going, if you're, if you're having to put some stuff in a case and do some form of travelling, like our touched on, there is that increased anxiety. There is that increased mental capacity usage or whatever you want to call it. You know, the... the right, you're absolutely right, Chris. I've travelled with one pair of of shoes to racing normally for a uk race i'd take four and kind of make a decision and i've got to run in park run as well tomorrow so i'm hoping to smash my park run pb because i've got the carbon plated shoes to the park but uh you're right it is all that all those decisions those little decisions that you don't have to worry about so much when you're running you know locally yeah uh, just adds that kind of subconscious anxiety or pressure which you then got to deal 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 with on the day yeah yeah to be honest my anxiety is going to come from having to drag toby around the airport isn't it Maybe yeah i'll sick. be honest with you that that <laughs> won't help having to drag speedgoat who's like a who's like a three-year-old on the best of days through stanford oh. airport at the early hours on he's Saturday a massive night. odds on favorite to be will the one remaining passenger to ah ryan air flight to edinburgh guaranteed guaranteed and you know can you imagine him sit? I couldn't think of anything worse than sitting in an airport with Spigo on early on a Saturday morning when you're basically just bricking it to go go on a plane and all the stuff that's around it, and then he's just sitting there looking at you with his stupid face. We can say it we want because he's not here; it doesn't matter. And, yeah. It, and yeah, so yeah, it does. Oh, there you go. Increased cognitive load that Mel just said um, mentioned it. Yeah, I think I'm suffering that definitely. Oh, yeah, I think um, I, I I make you right on that. Is there is there is I remember what was it? I can't remember which year it was when I did Great North Run. It was one of the first times I did Great North Run, and I totally 
it it just hit it took me out of kilter. I, I'm I got to like mile eleven and I I just hadn't fueled enough the day before and because we was travelling up and you know my routine was out yeah. and I hadn't yet because it was I was experienced in travelling to races let's call it because we're you know so lucky that being southeast based that a lot of it's on our doorstep right. And I, don't get me wrong, I love traveling to races. One of the best things about the Great North Run is the traveling up there and doing it and, and you know, all that kind of butterflies that it, it brings. But I, I totally got it all wrong because I was so obsessed with other things and, and forgot to do the basics. And you do get caught up in, you know, oh, Christ, I've got to get me trained. What am I going to, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And you forget. And I think it's key message to us, yeah. you listening to our, that when we go to Edinburgh, that we make sure we still follow the same routine as you would normally do on a race day. Routine just breeds confidence, day. doesn't it? You know, that's yeah. what from elite performance. That's what they do all the time. But you, you don't... When Harry Kane's taking a penalty, he does exactly the same I'm thing. I'm glad you mentioned time. that. I'm glad you mentioned that to Al. Al, did you hear that when he said about Harry Kane, mate, taking a... What? <laughs> look, at um, the, look at the league table, still above oh, you. Yeah, so we won't go into that. <laughs> anyway, no, hard. but I was just saying it as an illustration of how people yeah, like true. routine and yeah. do the same and, things. All the time. And, and and to be fair, I think once, once you get into race day, um, having done a couple of international races, both at marathon and half marathon, there is that international language of running where, you know, it doesn't matter whether you all speak the same language. You know, you can see everyone having the same issues, the same nerves, the same prep, um, as soon as you kind of get close to bag drop and the uh, uh, race village. So yeah. uh, or, or people put off the fact going, oh, it's all too nah. much. Because once you get there, you are literally in a familiar environment with people feeling yeah. and going through the same yeah. you know, pre-race prep that you would do wherever you are. And there's yeah. that familiarity then that kind of, I think, kicks in and, and helps calm the nerves. Yeah. No, I think now I think, within our norm, our, our new organizational structure where we oh. sort of like ask people for questions and to send emails, we actually had a couple of questions on running abroad. They're a little bit not quite linked perhaps to events, but they're still pretty pertinent. I think it's quite Were they from sent from 1987 or no? It's okay. They've been this week. This is how we mean no. to go on. Oh, he means business now. He means yeah. business, boy. And we had one from uh, Louise Kirkman. Hi, Louise. Thanks for getting in touch. Hi, guys. I'm going on holiday to a hot destination a month before the London Marathon. Doesn't say where it is. I'm sure you'll have a lovely time. Shall I continue my plan, alter it due to the conditions, the heat, or just do what I can and get back to it once I get home? P.S. I hate treadmills, so don't want to use a gym. Okay. Right. I'll start this because I had this with a client of mine. Uh, big shout out, Chris, who is uh, he's in the same predicament, He's but he's off um to florida and we was talking about this when we was doing his his plan that's one of the benefits of, of and I'm, yeah, but just doing a personalized plan with with somebody right um but we can we factored that in and we basically created a down week within the plan so we took the mileage and we and we adjusted the mileage accordingly and um so when he is on holiday that the the first week is effectively a down week and then we put the runs in the following week bearing in mind uh, you know, I think depends what holiday you're doing, but Chris's holiday is going to be on his feet a lot. So net net, it's not going to make too much difference. But the the runs were more focused on speed and 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 working higher, but for less time. So he was still getting a, a benefit out of the runs and making sure the stuff that he did do was high quality. So there's no junk. 
So it wasn't just running for the sake of running. He's going out with a goal of, you know, I'm going to run for 20 minutes, but I'm absolutely going to go at 3K pace and kill myself. Oh, and then I'm off to walk around, you know, some amusement park. But the runs that we have put in that week, that whatever he can get are going to be of a high quality. So one week was a down week, which was strategically done. So we've loaded him up, maybe a little bit top heavy in terms of mileage, knowing that's coming. And then the following week is more focused on speed. So he's still gaining fitness, still gaining aerobic. He's still sorry, he's still working on that aerobic engine and building that. And then when he comes back and just pick it up. So that's that's my advice to you is look at your plan and see if you can, you know, factor in a down week and then maybe concentrate on stuff that's uh, for example, when I go to Mallorca, it's all hills, right? So the, the sensible thing to do there is hot, is to go a little bit earlier and work, do some hill work, do some hill repeats, get them done. Even if it's for 30 minutes, you know, five minute jog out, 20 minutes hill repeats, five minute jog back straight into the pole. That's the sort of thing or, a, you know, a really decent sprint stretch out along the seafront for half hour. 5k pace turn it around get back i'm done i'm in back in the pool but at least i've done something that's that's made a difference to my training that week instead of just slogging out miles for the sake of god because i'm in the middle of a marathon training plan that's that's how i look at it um al anything to add on your side yeah i think there's there's a couple of things to add um i don't know if she said whether it was how long she was away for but uh warm weather training is going to be good for you in the long run however it takes seven to 10 days for your body to adjust. So you will be working hard, harder than you'd normally, and you might not get some of the benefits of, of working when you, you know, your body's overcompensating for excess heat or overcompensating for, for being slightly uh, dehydrated. Um, I've just come back from Mallorca, Chris, did exactly that, did loads of heel work. Um, didn't like it at the time, but you know, hope it pays off on Sunday because um, you know that's going to make you a stronger runner. You've talked a little bit about you know adjusting the times um, so you're not going out at your perhaps normal time and, and, and hitting it right at the, 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 the heat of the day. And I think be adaptable. You know, get, from, get some um, benefit from running different places. Um, the places we ran in Mallorca are not places you'd go and visit. Um, and we saw bits of the, the island that we wouldn't have seen. So, you know, get the uplift from from having that experience of running different places rather than feeling like I'm I'm churning out a training run just for the sake of it. You made a good point. Hydration. Um, last weekend, I think I mentioned it last week about my hydration. Just if you're on holiday, chances are you're going out there and you're probably on the lash uh, or you maybe have an extra glass of wine than you maybe normally would. Uh, and if you're in marathon training, maybe you've eased back on you on the amount of alcohol you're consuming, and then you go away on holiday, and then you increase that. Just think about that the night before that you're potentially going to get up and run, or whatever way you do it. But just think about because it does it does have it can dehydrate you. So my point is is make sure you're well hydrated before you go out. Yeah, don't make the mistake of thinking, oh, I'm going to take a bottle of water out on my run. Yeah. because you need to start hydrated before you go out. So just be careful of that, because if you're on holiday and you're having a good time, and rightly so, you need to kick back, right? 
But just bear in mind the effects that alcohol can have in terms of I mean, you're a better place to talk about. Well, I was all inclusive, so I was well hydrated. Oh, he was well hydrated. But no, in a a serious point, yeah, if it's really hot and you're not used to the heat and you're trying to do a hard session, and it's okay for a little bit maybe, but just watch your hydration. It really is important. Yeah, I think the other thing to say is, because I went on holiday early in my plan this year, but your plan isn't going to make or break on one week. Right. So as important as it is and you want to get the miles in and, and I felt it and I went on the treadmill, which I hated every minute of. And I did run outside a bit. But if you do a few less miles, but do, as Chris said, more considered miles rather than junk miles, actually, you'd be fine. The plans are 16 weeks for a reason. Life happens. Stuff does happen. So I think as well that you have to consider also a big thing to consider when you're running abroad is um, safety issues. You know, obviously, you've got to bear in mind that they do tend to drive on the other side of the road than they do here. You have to think about that. I was fortunate. I just I went to um, I came back from Portugal a couple of weeks ago. And um, from our villa, there was virtually a um, a cycle path that just did a whole sort of four and a half mile, five mile lap around like an estate, around, around all the golf courses, really. And that was ideal. So you've really got to try and think about where you're going to go. I mean, obviously, the beach is, you know, very sensible. Yeah, but from a but traffic go, perspective, there's nothing worse than getting sand in your shoes. Oh, it drives, didn't it drive you up the, up the wall? If you're running along like that one of them pathways along the promenade, right? And you get a bit of sand in your shoes. Oh, it's nothing. It's just grinding your feet apart. It's nothing, nothing worse than that, especially if they're a crisp white pair of shoes at AL and they're getting, they're getting ruined by sand. Look at his little face. Look, he loves he loves his watch. Uh, what shoes are you running in tomorrow? Uh, um, my Addy. Oh, the Adios Pro Two. Threes, whatever they're called. Yeah, you got the three. Yeah, they're not out yet, bruv. They're just they're... two. Well, yeah, not out for you. He might have got some. <laughs> yeah, no, it could be. It could be a sponsor. The ones that serve me well at Brighton and the ones that serve me well at Landmark. So, are they the blue and pink ones? Because yeah, I like yeah. that look at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't get on with them, but they're, they're a great looking shoe. They really are. But the threes look amazing. They're all wearing them at that Adidas event the other week. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. They look incredible. Cool. We've got one other sort of like running related question with um, with regard to travel from uh, Penny Rusbridge, friend of the show. Mm. Um, she said, What's the hottest place you've run? And she'd also like to know what's the one race you'd like to do abroad? Who are you starting with? I'll, I'll start with Sabrina. Uh, New York. You'd like to do? Marathon, yeah. It's one of the only other marathons I'm tempted by. Really? Don't tell her. She's going to do Amsterdam. She's going to do Amsterdam, 100%. But, um, yeah, New York. One of my favourite cities, so that would be a great one. Oh, you've been before? Yeah, I've been before. Um, and I've run Central Park and stuff, and it's one place I thought, I'd quite fancy doing this. So, yeah. See, Sabrina's saying that – I was talking to Sabrina on uh, Tuesday – and she said, I said, what's next then, Sabs? Where are we going next after Edinburgh? Because, you know, we were caning it around heart and we were we were just zooming around. We could have gone around all day. And she said, oh, no, this is it. Last one. I'm not doing another marathon. I am. Um, yeah, not now. Not yet. I can't. I believe it. She'll be back in a couple of weeks saying, oh, I've signed up for Amsterdam. Don't believe it. Right, Al, your turn. Yeah. Well, I've got room for four more tattoos, which will obviously be all the majors. Uh, <laughs> at some point i'm not saying where obviously but if you know you know um 
there's a possibility where's Al's tattoos there is a possibility that we might be going out to test the Los Angeles inaugural half marathon at the end of June Uh, but that will only be as a precursor to doing the big Sur marathon next April which runs down the Pacific Highway so uh, uh, I I can't remember if it starts or finishes in Carmel uh, but it runs all the way down the coast San Diego and the views it's not easy it's not it's not a flat one no it's it's provisionally in my diary there's just a little bit of logistics to be sorted out when's that out what time of year is that um the big sur is april so again it partly will depend on whether london comes back to april and and well i've got an email the other day yeah i don't know if i meant to tell people or not but i've got an email the other day confirming that it was coming back to to april they were telling the charities that it was so yeah yeah, because the charity I'm running with was, was again, feeding back about issues about when will the ballot be for mm. April, given that they normally kind of go in October and that's probably too late. So, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see about that one. Yeah, so somewhere over on the West Coast is, oh, wow. is you know, strong possibility. And I'm not talking England or Ireland, obviously, the States. Yeah. What about you, Wilco? Well, I see Jay said, I think Tokyo would be a good marathon to run. And, yeah, I quite fancy that. Because everyone yeah. says, all the majors, everyone says, oh, yeah, New York or all that sort of thing. I, I've i only been to Tokyo just as a stopover when I flew to Australia and I didn't go out and didn't have a look round. And I'd quite fancy that. So I'd go for that one. Yeah, Tokyo's a cool city. Yeah, that'd be cool. What about you, Chris? Well, I think, I think I've said it before, and I? Vegas, baby. Half yeah. marathon Vegas down the strip and then just smash the life out of Caesars Palace afterwards. That That's me, that's me all day long. I just... You can take your marathons. I've got, I've got no interest. I'd just rather rock it out in uh, Vegas, please. Um, yeah, that, that's got, that's got to be done. I'd love to do that. Just be able to run down the strip with all the, the lights on and stuff. I just think it, with the Bellagio, you know, the things going. Out, I just think it'd be epic. Yeah, they do it at Nikes. It's too hot. Yeah, it'd just be amazing. I just think it'd just be just the best time ever. And then say just to hang out in Vegas because I love Vegas. Um. I think we had yeah, some Paulies go out and do the rock and roll Las Vegas a few weeks ago. Yeah. Paul the Swallow, I think she was out there doing. That's doing... that's the race. That's the one I yeah, want to yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the one I'd love to do. I'd love it's to take the girls, awesome. fly the girls. We all go over as a fam, and then I'll smash the life out of that. Um, and then we all head to Caesars and just see just the beauty. The beauty is that you don't have to run marathons to run in these cities. Every most, you know, there's a series, isn't there? I saw. People were out in Lisbon, and there's like a series now that you can do. Super sort of hard like to take you to Lisbon, uh, Valencia, Prague, Budapest. Copenhagen. Is it Copenhagen? No, Maybe. there is a Copenhagen. Oh, I might be actually. I can't. Yeah, it could be Copenhagen, but yeah, it takes you out across Europe, and uh, they've just relaunched. So yeah, the Lisbon one was the first for 2022. I think they're all mm-hmm. booked up, all the places on the discounted tickets. You can buy in effect block book all five right. and get decent prices but they're all sold out for 22 so might be looking at that for 23 i would like to run in mongolia to be with all our fans yeah well um, i'll have you down time. i had you down as sort of like trying to film and um, on youtube doing the north korea marathon i thought you'd be really good at I'd that, do that. i've not been in, i've not been i've not been in north korea i i funnily enough i would um <laughs> i reckon i'll say now i would be interested i should look at the stats how big we are in north korea There's probably no doubt in anybody's mind that we are the biggest running podcast in in south korea so it'd be interesting to know north korea whether they publish that information apparently the course in north korea is really boring is it yeah because they've got the world's biggest stadium 
it's the world's biggest stadium in the area. And you start there and you finish there, but mm. you basically just go out in the wilds and get yourself lost. And of course, there's all the communication issues that you've got, and you know, people keeping an eye on you and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's quite a, um, yeah, it's quite a demanding thing and a bit boring for about 24 to 26.2 miles. We've, I said, yeah, we've only, we've got to answer our own question then, haven't we, about the boring bits? None of you fancy doing comments. I tell you the other one, the comrades no, but was the um I have been there and it's it's a it's an epic place, but it's always uh the Great Wall of China yeah. thing that they do. I, I you it's mental, right? But I just think to I, I I missed an opportunity when I was there about running um on that. And I'd have just done like five meters of sprint, say I've run on it. Um but yeah, I think that that looks pretty epic. That that running, because it is a marathon, isn't it? If I'm, am I right that it yeah, is the so. Great Wall of China marathon? I might be wrong, but let us know if anyone's done that. But yeah, I, I, but I, I thought I mean, Petra I'm ran there. Beaches now. What is it? I thought Petra had run there. What? Great Wall of China. I think no. so. No, you make these yeah. things up. You're like a speed goat. You make <laughs> stuff up. Well, someone's got to keep ticking over. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no way, you, there's no way we did that. Hundred percent. Would love to do the Great Wall, but rather walk it. Yeah, yeah. So there, I'm sure there's a Great Wall marathon or but something. There's like loads that. of places that you travel and you yeah. see and you think, oh, I'd love to run around there. Well, that's the benefit. Be, of park, well, it, right? it used to be pubs. I used to drive around and think, yeah. oh, I'd love to have a pint in there. And now I don't. I go to places. I think, oh, I'd love to run around here. It'd be lovely. Uh, it's true. I, well, you say that, Wilco, but I, you know, one of the things I look forward to when I do go on holiday, like Al said, is running in different places. Like classic example, you just talked about Mallorca. There was a, an old fault thing, like you could see it, like from the, we was in Calador and you could see this thing sticking out. I thought, oh, I'm going to run to that. You know, that's the sort of, you know, that's the cool thing about mm-hmm. what we do as our pastime. You know, the ability to just lace up those rather expensive trainers that you've probably told you other after you haven't got, lace them up and, and you know, go for a burn. And, and then, you know, I feel awesome about it when you get there. Um yeah, and that, I think that is the benefit of, of this pastime that we do do because it takes you to, you know, wherever you go, you can lace up and, as long as it's safe, people, and but you can go for a run, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's what it's all about. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, cool. You know what? We're on 50, nearly 58 minutes, guys. Well, we better talk about what we're doing at the weekend. So, you've got 16 miles. How's in Copenhagen? Me and Sabs are out for 12 miles on Sunday. Yeah. Pack Sunday Boxbourne. Where so are we going? So, Al, what's the plan after Copenhagen? Yeah. What's the plan? Well, I'm I'm obviously aiming to peak for the biggest race of the season, which is the South End half on the 12th of June. So it's all all building towards that, obviously. Mm, So, uh, yeah. Massive social as well, isn't it? There won't be much rest um, because round about that time, it will be time to start kicking in for a a London marathon. Um, Oh, and plus Amsterdam. So uh, I better get out and get some new shoes, isn't I? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Al, you probably need some new, at least three pairs of shoes. Have you got your eye on any pairs at the moment? Out of interest. What was this? So I've I've kind of bigged up Copenhagen, and I think it's going to be an epic uh, weekend. The expo was a bit like going to your local church's Sunday fate. It was a bit disappointing. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. but I find that quite quaint. It's the sort of thing that Copenhagen should do. You know, you shouldn't be all. Vegas and lights and flashes. It? Well, I, nice. I, had a, I had a pocket full of money, Ian, just burning a hole. And I've, I've come back with most of it, apart from a couple of pairs of socks. 
So yeah. you need to you need to get on um, sportshoes.com or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come off. I'll come, yeah, come off this tonight. I'll get straight on sportshoes.com. And so what are you look, yeah, but what shoes are you looking for? New Nava well, Marathon pair. Yeah, I, I'll see how the Adidas go again um, tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow, Sunday, whenever. Sunday, yeah. Um, yeah, so still wait and see whether Brooks bring out their new. Um, oh. not, no, no, not GTS. 59 minutes, 50 seconds. You know, they had a carbon plate one, didn't they? Yeah, they had a Hyperion Elite. There is a new. Right, this is just typical Brooks, right? There is a new version of the Hyperion Elite out. Out, believe it or not, it's come out in this like sort of really manky green color with this new. Oh, it's great, but I'm colorblind. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's the same out. It's the same midsole and that, and they've just done a few things. But funnily enough, it looks like the other two versions. It's amazing, right? It's almost like they never. And then obviously there's that. the New Balance Super Comp range. That's oh, that looks amazing. So they've it? got some awesome designs that look like they might be in white. So uh, yeah, the, but that's the racer. You're hang on. You've got the pacer. You've got the super comp, and I think it's the the racer. Whatever one. But there's the, the super comp's coming. That's the one with like forty mil of stack in it. it looks yeah, maybe about six foot four. Yeah, we like running high heels. And then you've got the the which is the pace, which is out now, which is like the five k shoot. And then you've got the I think it's the race. I might be getting these names wrong, which is effectively the replacement for the RC. That looks. That's the one you're talking about. That looks incredible. That looks like. I don't know, like a Ferrari on your feet. It, it, it looks so sweet. Sounds like it was good that I didn't get the chance to spend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't know when me. that's coming out. There was someone saying it's the end of, towards the end of the year, but you're going to got the new Alpha Fly coming out. You've got loads of new carbon. You've got the new Asics, the new Metaspeed Sky Plus. So yeah, they come in some nice colours. Huh? They're very really good. They come in some nice colours. Yeah, well, Ben's got the green ones because um, he was at an Asics event, so and he was smashing out times in them. Uh, this week or Will last week. Will we all week. run like Ben if we get them? Yeah, I think if if if, <laughs> if it works for Ben, it's guaranteed to work. I, I live on Weetabix now. It's the only <laughs> thing he eats and, and I do whatever he does. If if he goes and spends £3,000 on sore running shorts, I'm going to spend £3,000 on short, sore running shorts, despite them being not fit uh, for like normal people, the wrong sizing and totally overpriced, I'm still going to go and get those sore running shorts because Ben wears them and it makes him run that fast. That's how much of an idiot I am. But All anyway, right. two minutes away, finish. we've done 62 minutes. I know. Incredible. Thanks ever so much for joining us, everybody. Um, now, next week, we're, well, there's a plan and Amazing. we're going to be on the verge of going to do the marathon up in oh. Edinburgh. So the marinoia is going to be kicking in absolutely mad so we'd like to talk about that so consequently we would love to hear your maranoia stories mm. email us at longrunshow at gmail.com and we'll pick it up we want to hear about the nightmares that you've had mm. the equipment issues anger all Tears. the bad thoughts and the strains that you've had going up to a marathon and how you got over them particularly mm. So you can, we can help other people and um, who are in the same position. Mm. So thank you very much for joining us. Send your emails in. Thanks for coming on, Serbs. See yeah. you Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Have a lovely little trot along the river, I expect. Al, best of luck this week, Best mate. of luck, brother. Cheers, guys. Thank you. You'll be there. You're an absolute machine. Yeah, but Reunion Jack on the back of my 40 Runs T-shirt. So uh, everyone behind me, there won't be many behind me. We'll see, kind of, I'm flying the flag. We might not win Eurovision. 
I, mean, I won't be winning the Copenhagen, but I'll be doing my bit. Oh, good boy. Best of that. That's great. So, right. yeah, we wish you all the best of luck for you. Chris, good luck with your 16 miler and uh, carrying on the old training. Um, you can, if you can't catch us at seven o'clock on a Friday on Facebook or YouTube, you can always download us on your favorite podcast provider of choice. We're on Apple, smashing it up the charts, still yep. in the top 10. I know, I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's going really well. Amazon, Spotify, send your reviews, tell people how lovely we are, yeah, and then they can come and find out for themselves and then boost us further up the charts. And we can get, we can, you know, we can make it pay. This could change our lives. We don't need uh, unlikely, unlikely. It's just as a heads up, it's unlikely. But anyway, carry on. So we'll see you next week. Thanks ever so much for coming again. Take care. Enjoy your running. Look after each other, and we shall see you next week. So, are you going to be out to do the titles? You can be all right. Yeah. I've just hang on. I've just realised I've got to do it. I'm trying to find them out. Old type people. I could. It could be. Hang on. It could Let's be. No, it's these ones. It's these ones. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.